Welcome to the e-commerce society podcast, where you can learn how to start, grow, scale, or launch your dream e-commerce and product-based business, all without ever relying on ads or social media. Each week you will hear step-by-step tangible and fluff-free strategies to help you skyrocket your sales and traffic, gain more visibility for your business, and create those mega loyal customer super fans, which you totally need. Hi, I'm Carrie Fitzgerald, your cheerleader and hype girl. Went from corporate marketing in the education space to building, scaling, and selling my own product-based business. And today, my work and mission is to help founders just like you create and scale the world's most magnetic brands and turn them into fucking empires. So whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab a coffee or grab a champagne and let's dive into it. What's going on, my beautiful little friends? Welcome to this week's episode of Ecommerce Society Podcast. Today is going to be a fun episode because I'm answering an anonymous question that someone submitted to my podcast question submission form. So I have a form that I actually don't really ever talk about, but I do have a form. It's at the bottom of my, if you go to my Instagram, go to my link in bio. So my carry.a.fitzgerald Instagram, go to my link in bio, go all the way to the bottom, and there's a little button that says, get your question answered on the podcast. And if you click on that, it opens up a form and you can actually submit a question. And I love it because it really helps me to understand what you're struggling with and like what questions do you have that you just wish someone could answer for you. So I love this kind of stuff. And I actually don't get a lot of people that do it because I think they just don't know it exists. So I'm reminding you that it does exist and I want you to ask something. Don't feel bad about asking, you know, This is why, for example, if you have ever sent me a message on Instagram with a business question, I probably have told you, hey, I actually have a forum for my podcast where if you submit a question, we'll answer that on the podcast. And I'm not trying to be rude. It's just I get a lot of people that will ask me questions and you know, I find it, I feel bad for people that are in my programs that are paying for access to get questions answered. And so for me, this is a great way to still be able to help people. But also if you have a question, that means other people have the same question. And if I can take your, your question and turn it into a podcast episode, then it provides help and support to a lot of people, hundreds, thousands of people. And then I feel better about that kind of stuff. So I love having this kind of um, resource for you. So again, go to my Instagram, go all to the bottom of the link in bio, and you will see a little form where you can submit a question. So I really encourage you to, to do it and be specific with your question. Today is a great example of a specific question. So the anonymous person said, I want to learn more about how to get my products into other subscription boxes. Carrie touched on this briefly, but would love a deep dive on the topic. So again, amazing question because it's super specific and it's a different, like I, I don't have any episodes about this. I did do a Q&A style question before and I did touch on this, but I don't think I gave, I didn't do a deep dive. So let's do a deep dive today. So let's talk about subscription boxes, even though it's kind of ironic because on my episode that came out this week on the actually last week when this airs, I talk about how I never talk about subscription boxes. But again, I'm I'm answering a question for someone. So I'm happy to talk about it. So I want to talk about a couple things here. So getting your product into a subscription box, I want to talk about 
just briefly what a subscription box is. I know most of you probably know what it is, but let's just do a refresh. I want to talk about what's the opportunity for you to get your product in a subscription box. I think that's actually the most important part of the episode because for a lot of you, you think of getting a product in a subscription box as a sales opportunity where I would argue and what I would view it as is actually a marketing opportunity. And it could be a marketing expense for you. It could be something that you're actually paying for, which is probably not what you're thinking. But what I want you to walk away from this episode feeling is thinking about this in a different way and thinking about this as a way to get your brand and your product in front of new people. And that's it. I don't want you to think about it any other way. I want to talk about who it's best suited for. I want to talk about mistakes that I see because again, I had a subscription box business and I in an e-commerce store and I got pitched every day for people who wanted their products in the boxes. And I can tell you a lot of people are doing it the wrong way. And there's ways for people to take action on your email. And there's also ways for people to delete that email immediately. So I want to give you those goodies. And just, I want to talk about just best ways to pitch yourself and just pitching ideas, because that's a huge part of getting your product in a subscription box. And yeah, let's kind of go from there. So what is a subscription box? So most of you know what a subscription box is, but it's basically for the most part, there's different types of boxes. And sometimes it's not even actually a box. You get a customer who generally signs up for some form of a subscription and they get a box of things every single month sent to them. Most of the time, they are, there is an element of surprise, an element of delight, curation, themed things. And for the most part, subscription boxes are, are fun. So they're not, again, they're not my favorite business model, but for a customer, they are fun. So for me, I don't get any subscription boxes, but I do get Ipsy. And so Ipsy is a subscription business and you get a little pouch and you get a little, like a bunch of little makeup and skincare and hair care samples. And I've had this for years and I'm actually just about to cancel it because I have so, I, I don't use the stuff. (laughs) I literally like barely use anything in it. So I have a box in my bathroom of Ipsy products that are just sitting there dying away. And I'm like, why on earth am I paying for this when I literally don't use anything? Uh, I will say Ipsy has helped me discover new brands that I like, and that's been the best thing for me. And we're going to talk about that in a second here, because that's the opportunity for you. But yeah, I don't really get any subscriptions anymore. So, but I used to get them and I do love them. They're really fun. And sometimes you just want something that shows up at your door each month. You're surprised. It's fun. It feels fun. I'm, you know, I'm always on the hunt for new products and new brands that I can support and use for marketing examples. But, you know, I kind of would love a subscription box. If anyone is really into one right now, please let me know. I do get the hot sauce subscription sometimes, Fuego box, because I'm obsessed with hot sauce, obviously. And I love that one. I love the element of surprise for me is the best part because you're like, ooh, what's going to come this month? I don't know. Do you know what? I just lied. I just said I didn't get a subscription box. I literally get Home Chef every single week. (laughs) Um, 
I do. Yeah, I'm a liar. How do I forget that? So I don't get Home Chef every week, but I get it most weeks of the month. And I am a off and on person with Home Chef. I go like six months where I'll get it constantly and then I'll take a break from it for like a year and then I'll come back to it and then I'll cancel and I'll come back and I'll cancel. So I've been a subscriber to them for, I mean, it's probably about eight years now, ever since maybe seven years. After I had a baby, I started getting them a little bit. And then um, ever since I moved to Washington State, I definitely would say it's been a lot of years that I've gotten Home Chef. So yeah, never mind. I'm a liar. Uh, Home Chef is amazing because I don't like meal prep. I don't like thinking about what to make for food. And I love just for at least part of my week, not having to think about what I'm going to make. It just shows up. And yes, I pick the recipes. And I would say Home Chef also has made me a better cook because I've follow their recipes. I don't know. I just think it's made me better at cooking and and all that. So I love Home Chef. So a subscription box can be a variety of things. Sometimes it's things that you choose. Sometimes it's like an element of surprise, like an Ipsy pack. You really have no idea what you're going to get. And they might tease one or two products the month before, but it's generally the element of surprise and delight. And that's how they get people to keep subscribing. Some subscription boxes serve a proper pain point or a proper need. So I would say Home Chef 100% serves a pain point. I'm someone who I'm busy, have a business, starting new businesses, have dogs, have a kid, like trying to do all the shit. And sometimes I just don't want to think about what to cook. So I love that Home Chef comes to my doorstep every Monday and a couple of the days of the week, I don't really have to think about what I'm making. I don't mind cooking necessarily. It's the what do I make? Oh my God. What, what should I meal prep this week? I spent hours going through Pinterest and then it just wastes my time and I don't enjoy it. So for me, Home Chef serves a huge pain point for me and it saves me a bucket load of time. So for that, I love it. So some subscription boxes will, will, will do that. Or some are just like fluffy and fun. I would say my subscription box, the Dapper Dog box was more of like the fluffy and fun ones. Like, yes, it's nice to get get treats for your dog. Yes, it's nice to get toys. Is it, is it, is it a proper pain point in a need? I mean, maybe, but it's more fluffy. Like it's not, it's when I say fluffy, I mean, it's not, it's, I don't want to use the word urgent, but it's just like you don't really need it. It's fun to have. It's nice to have, but you don't need it. Same with the hot sauce subscription. You don't need that. It's nice and fun, but like it's not – it doesn't solve a huge pain point. Again, I feel like I'm – I could go in gray areas when I say these statements because for some people – they need hot sauce. And if they don't have hot sauce, they're going to not eat because their food is bland. (laughs) But like technically, you could literally go to a grocery store and get a bottle of Tabasco sauce, you know? So verse a subscription box like Bully Make. So B-U-L-L-Y-M-A-K-E is a subscription box for dogs that are heavy chewers. And so every month, I think they get maybe a treat, but they get like a couple of super durable, heavy chewer, like rubber toys or nylon shoes that you, that you can give to your dog so they don't destroy your house. 
So for me, that is a subscription box that has a major, like it solves a major pain point for people. So the owners of Bully Make, I think are fucking geniuses. So, um, so I don't want to go too much into like subscription boxes here, but I just want to kind of explain what like kind of the opt the variety of options that there are. So for someone listening, you know, you might have a candle business or a t-shirt business, or you might make stickers, or you might make notepads, or you might make, I'm trying to think of other things in my office. You make lip balm. You know, these are great products for subscription boxes for the especially the for the ones that are kind of like the fluffy ones. And I don't mean that in a rude way but like a fab fit fun, right? You get a bunch of random shit delivered to your door. I think it's once a quarter. Um, And it's kind of like fluffy stuff. You get random things and they're cool to have. It's fun to have. I think those quarterly subscription boxes are kind of perfect because you don't need them every month. And with the subscription box, you also want to be cautious of clutter. So anything that is a replenishable consumable. Those are great for subscription boxes too, because people will use them up and they're like, oh, I need more now. So just keep that in mind. Um, I'm a big fan of subscription boxes that are consumables or replenishable. So you use something up and then you need more and, and things like that. So anyway, I'm going a little bit too deep on what a subscription box is. Maybe this episode is actually going to turn into how to start a subscription <laughs> box. Um, which is a great episode. I think I haven't done an episode like that since one of my top uh, uh, first five to 10 episodes or something, which was three years ago. So it's always fun to like re-talk about old things. And honestly, a lot of people out there want to start subscription boxes. So maybe I will do an episode on that. But uh, for now, I just want to sort of just talk a little bit about the overview of the industry and like what there is. So We talked a little bit about what a subscription box is and just the different types. The second thing that I want to really hone in on here is where's the what's the opportunity for you? So you make stickers, candles, t-shirts, things like that. The opportunity for you, and like I kind of touched upon this earlier, but the biggest thing that I want to hone in on here is getting your product in front of a subscription box's audience, there's one main takeaway here. And for you, it's not sales. It's marketing and visibility. You are getting your product in front of a ton of new potential, future potential customers. I'm going to use the word future potential. Um, But you're getting your stuff, your brand, your product, your brand awareness in front of people who otherwise probably would never have heard about you or discovered you. And that for me is the biggest opportunity and one that you probably haven't even considered. You're just grumbling about like, oh, the subscription box wants to, you know, wants to charge me this and they won't, they won't pay for my shipping and I don't know, blah, blah, blah. But in the end, it's a, it's a marketing thing. It's a marketing activity and it's a marketing, possibly marketing expense for you. And I want you to think about that. And even for me, I, one of my goals for 2024, have I started working on this? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I haven't started working on it, but it's one of my big goals is I want to get my book put in subscription boxes. I want to get my book sold to at events and things like that. But the subscription box, there's a bunch of like business, female entrepreneur subscription boxes. I really want my book to be put in those. 
So that's on my to-do list. But for me, I'm I already I'm already very aware this is I'm probably going to have to pay for a bunch of it and it's going to be a marketing expense. It shouldn't be free. It shouldn't be free for me to get my product in front of in a subscription box. It should be, you know, so I'm I'm aware of it, but I also had a subscription box. So I know how to I know both ends of of the stick. So anyway, so the opportunity for you for the most part is going to be marketing and visibility. However, here's the little spin is the better job that you do of your exterior packaging or possibly inserting some kind of little, not postcard, but something, some kind of like an insert into the packaging. So let's say, okay, I'm going to give you an example here. Let's say you sell stickers and you want to put a sticker. You want to put stickers in someone's subscription box. Okay. And the average person, because again, I had a subscription box. And so people would send, I would order products from people from small businesses. And I, half the time I would get the product, I would say, oh my gosh, there's no branding on this product. There's nothing on it that tells the person who is going to open the box where this dog toy came from. Who's the maker of it? Who's the, who is it? And it's not the subscription box's job to like market your product for you. It's not. It's their, they're marketing their own brand. They're marketing their monthly box. They can hone in on a couple of brands, which is what I did, but their job isn't to promote you. So don't think that, oh, well, just because I'm getting in a subscription box, they're going to be promoting me. I mean, they might. And to be honest, I'll talk about what I did on the flip side to leverage better pricing with people. Um, I was very scrappy and creative when it came to getting good pricing on the products. So for someone listening, you might be like, well, like that's not helpful for me, but you have to understand how to play the game for a subscription box. They already have low margins, so they can't likely can't pay your normal wholesale price and you have to be willing to negotiate, which again, I'm going to talk about in a sec. So the biggest opportunity is that it's a marketing expe- marketing opportunity for you and it's a visibility opportunity. So you sell stickers and instead of just sending them either, maybe you're putting um, one sticker in the box or maybe you're putting in a pack of three stickers. Let's do that. Pack of three stickers and you're just putting them in like a little, let's say a clear, you know, those little, the the little clear things that like cards go in. I don't know what they're called. I bought a card yesterday. Uh, My dog's neighbor died, unfortunately. So I'm like, oh, I have to get them a card. And I bought the card and it came with that little like clear cellophane type of thing. So whatever the hell that thing's called. So let's say you put stickers inside small cellophane little envelopes or something. The sticker doesn't have your branding on it. It doesn't have your Instagram handle. It doesn't have your website. It doesn't have your brand name. It has nothing. So then the person who gets the box opens the box up and they open it up. They're like, oh my God, these stickers are so cute. I wonder who, I wonder who makes them. That person is going to assume the subscription box company made the stickers because your branding is nowhere to be found. So you have to understand, again, that getting your product in a subscription box is a marketing initiative. It is part of your marketing strategy. It's nothing else. And then you can be smart about it. You can be creative about it. 
and look at this as an opportunity to get in front of new people, but be smart and make sure that your products have something so people encouraging them to fo- come follow you directly, encouraging them to, hey, here's a discount code for 10% off your first order. Use code subscription box Susan at checkout. You know, like give them a specific code so you can track back, you know. Obviously, everything should be everything you do, you need to be able to track it. So don't put your discount code that you give on your website pop-up. Choose a unique one. Go to Shopify, create a code. I know you can do that on Etsy as well. Create an Etsy code, put subscription box Susan, and there you go. Now you can track, wow, I made $200 in sales after we put the product in the subscription boxes. Wow, maybe I should do more subscription box outreach. Yes, Susan, you should. Okay. I love picking on Susan. And if there are any Susans listening, I'm so sorry. I hope you don't mind me picking on your name. It just, I don't know what it is. Some Susan is like the, for me, the Karen. I just always use the word Susan. So you would want to possibly put, so if I'm a sticker company and I'm sending FabFitFun, for example, 3,000 sticker packets to be put into their boxes for their winter 2024 box, uh, their spring 2024 box. Actually, their spring box is already planned. So let's go with summer. I'm going to, we're going to give three a pack of three stickers <laughs> to 2000. And I'm just making the word, the number 2000 up. I have no idea how many subscribers they have, but they definitely have way more than 2000, but let's go with 2000. We're going to give 2000 packs of stickers. So each sticker pack has three stickers. So we're going to send 6,000 stickers to FabFitFun. How do we make it so when someone opens their FabFitFun box, they know who made the stickers, they know where to post, they know where to post video or clips or whatever of the sticker on their water bottle or their laptop, and they feel incentivized to go and buy more. That is your fucking opportunity. And so many of you don't do that. You just think, oh, we're going to like make $100 selling stickers to FabFitFun. Like, no. Your job is to not worry about sales today You're from them. Your job is to think, I'm getting my stuff in front of all these new people. How do I really level up the branding opportunity? And how do I level up the opportunity to get people that have bought that box to go and follow me on my places and then buy from me with a coupon code or something? or like a free gift with purchase. So if I was a sticker company and I was sending stuff to FabFitFun, I would do my little three sticker pack. I would create some kind of exterior packaging. First, I would stamp the back of the stickers. So RF Design Co, Rachel, love you so much. You're amazing. She, I've ordered her personalized pet sticker. So I'm going to give her a little plug here because her business is amazing. She's amazing fellow mass hole from Massachusetts. I'm from Massachusetts as well. So I love my Massachusetts people, but she sells stickers where you upload a picture of your dog or whatever animal of choice. Of course, for me, it's my dog and you can choose the size. And then she prints the sticker of your dog or your pet and she sends it to you and they come out amazing. So I ordered from her I think three times now, two for myself, one for actually I've ordered multiple times because Maybe I've ordered from her three times. Sorry. 
it doesn't really matter. I bought two gifts from her and then I bought some stickers for myself. So I've ordered from her, um, I think two or three times and the stickers are amazing. They're super high quality. They are beautiful. They're waterproof. So you can put them on a water bottle and then put it through the dishwasher and they're waterproof. So a little plug to her because she's amazing. But I noticed when I ordered her stickers is that she stamps the back of them with her, I think it's her Instagram. I was like, oh my God, that's super smart. I don't know if she stamps them or they're printed on the back of the paper. I'm not 100% sure how that works, but I want to say she stamps them. And you could go even deeper with that. You could stamp the back of your stickers with a little message like, hey, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Be sure to tag us on Instagram. We want to see a picture of your sticker. Tag us on Instagram. Like, Be specific. If you are a sticker company and you're promoting stickers on water bottles, laptops, tables, your car, you need to be encouraging UG-fucking-C, okay? UGC, user-generated content. You need to be getting customers to take pictures of your product and post it on social media of their choice. So today's purposes, TikTok or Instagram. So make it easy for them to one, know who you are, where to find you and what to do. So I would go two steps further than just putting your Instagram handle on the back of a sticker. I would have a stamp created, again, uh, probably a small expense for possible major opportunity here. I would have a stamp that could stamp the back of, of a sticker and it would say something like, we want to see your stickers in action. Tag us at, and then put your Instagram and TikTok. If both are different, put both handles because that's the places now that people will tag you and put your brand name. RF Design Co. If that's if we're still talking about RF Design Co. <laughs> because what happens is people will buy a product and then they throw away the insert. So they throw away the little card that comes in a subscription box and then they forget, oh shit, who is the person who made those stickers? You know? So if you are if you're selling stickers, be sure to stamp the back of those with some information. And I always love to leverage packaging as an opportunity to get customers to do things for you. So again, don't just put your Instagram, literally say, Hey, we want to see, we want to see pictures of your stickers and where you put them tag us here and give, you know, one to two social channels. But for now, I mean, that's really like Instagram and TikTok. So make it so your packaging and exterior, and I say packaging, that's anything that your product comes in. Make sure that it has something more than just the brand name. So if you're doing those sticker packs, I would stamp the back of the stickers. Then I would create a small insert. So depending on what you're giving them and you know how much space you have, I would create a small little card and I would put that in either inside the little cellophane envelope or I would like get creative people. Okay. When you get your stuff in subscription boxes, you have to be thinking like a marketer. Don't just half-ass it. Don't just give people a little bottle of lotion. Tell people where they can find you. Tell people how they can get more lotion. Like make it idiot-proof for people. You want to put a little insert in there that would literally say to buy more of our stickers go to rfdesignco.com or shop rfdesignco.com. Take 10% off using code Susan's subscription box or whatever it is. Make something that's trackable for that subscription box so you know, okay, this came from the FabFitFun box or this came from Sparkle Hustle Grow or whatever. 
So do it like specifically for that subscription box and have a trackable coupon code. And now you're telling people that open that subscription box, who you are, where they can find you, you're incentivizing them to buy more. And then I would, again, remind them about the UGC. Like we want to see pictures of your stickers in action. We want to see the sticker. We want to see uh, the sticker on your favorite water bottle. Tag us here. Tag us at TikTok here. So ask for the content. Ask for that UGC. If you don't ask for it, people may do it anyway, but they may not. Um, But if you're making it idiot proof for them, telling them where to find you, how to follow you and what to do, the chances are you're going to really maximize the marketing opportunity for that. So that is your opportunity. And that's the only opportunity I want you to think of. I don't want you to think of getting into a subscription box as a way to make money. It's it's really not. I mean, in fact, you're not going to make money, possibly. You might make a little bit, and in fact, you might pay a little bit of money, but the the opportunity here for you is marketing and brand awareness. And then two, on the flip side of that, it's possible future sales that will come from those people who discover you in the box, follow you on your own channels, and then possibly buy from you. Okay. Uh, who it's best for? So I would say it's best for everyone. I mean, anyone who has a product brand, if you're doing print on demand, then no, it's not the best for you. But anyone who makes a physical product, um, ideally something that's small and lightweight, easy to ship, it's it's good for you. So finding those niches, finding opportunities. So how to find subscription bo- subscription boxes to be in. Um, you know, there's, I would say quite a few ways. You want to think creatively and think outside the box here. So if you sell stickers, for example, you know, you could reach out to, let's say you sell pet stickers. So one possible no brainer place to reach out to is somewhere like the 200 different dog subscription boxes that are out there. And you can literally reach out to them and depending on what their vibe is. So for Dapper Dog Box, my vibe of that business was for like the fancy dog mom who dreamed of their dog to be an Instagram, like Instagram famous. You know, I catered to people with like golden doodles and people who cared about the aesthetics of things. So I might reach out to the Dapper Dog Box, which was my company, and say, hey, my name is blank. We have a sticker company. We would absolutely love and be obsessed to be in your subscription box. Here's here's a few ideas that I have. Like, If you have a product that is customizable or it's something that you can make specifically for a box, give them ideas. Don't just assume that they have to do the thinking. Again, I talk about this concept of idiot-proofing things. But if you are a sticker company, a t-shirt company, you make mugs, you make anything, how can I, when some, like cater your messaging to that one person? So if it's a subscription box for dogs, understand their vibe, understand who their target customer is, and then basically email them. And I'm going to talk about how to pitch, but email them and just say, hey, we sell this and we would love to be in your subscription box. We know that we have... Um, a vibe that your customers would love, blah, 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 blah. Here are five ideas that I have. So if you're if you're reaching out to a dog box that's like for the fancy dog, for the pampered dog, for the dog who wants that bougie dog bandana, then 
come up with five ideas for stickers that would relate to that customer. Because in, in the end, the subscription box, whoever's curating the boxes has to feel like your product is going to be a good fit for their audience. It's not necessarily what they think. It's, will my audience like this? Will my audience be happy with this? Because if you have some shitty product and you don't give a good description, you don't tell them any ideas of what you're thinking, then they might say, well, I don't know if this is a good fit or not. So if I'm not sure if it's a good fit, then the answer is no. Because for a subscription box, their life and blood is retaining their subscribers. That's why so much of the stuff I talk about is how to retain your customers. How do you get your customers to come back for more? Because I dealt with that having a subscription box. Your churn is what will kill you if you have a subscription box. So you have to understand how to retain people and keep people happy. And for someone who's curating the boxes, they have to believe that your product is going to be something that their subscribers will really, really like. So the more that you can be specific when you're pitching them, give them ideas, give them some options, make it so, you know, we, we can work on a different idea, but these are some initial ideas I have that I think based on what you've sold before, based on what you know, I looked through your reviews and I saw that your customers asked for this. Well, we could totally create that for you. Like the more you actually dig into them, look at reviews, look at past box back boxes. I, I almost just said boxes. I don't know why I said that. Go to subscription. What is it called? Subscription addiction. Hold on one second. I'm going to look this up. Okay. So if you go to subscriptionaddiction.com, I'm sorry, my subscriptionaddiction.com. You can go in there and you can plug in. I'm going to plug in dog subscription box. And I'm going to look up. My God, even when I'm looking up, it's really funny. There are so many new dog subscription boxes. (laughs) Um, It's really funny. So I'm looking up an article right now. The 18 best dog subscription boxes in 2024. So what you could do is you could go here and literally just go through the boxes and look at, okay, based on my brand and product and based on my vibe and aesthetic, like which of these five subscription boxes will be a good fit or what, which ones do I think people would really like, you know, and just kind of start from there. That's all you can really do. Start from there. And if I'm going to go through and say, okay, if I'm going through this website here, pet treater starting at $15, which, you know, that is just a red flag. How is a subscription box $15? They're making no money. Oh, it comes in a poly mailer. Okay. I like that. That's smart. So you'd go through and you'd go through, you know, pet treater, and then you'd go through on the website, my subscription addiction, they actually have monthly reviews. And so you can go through and you can look at all the different reviews from this subscription box. I'm sorry, this will only have reviews of what they think, but sorry, what you can look at is the different boxes, like what they look like, all the different months of that box, because they do reviews over and over. I used to send my box to them every single month for a review. And it was great because I would get sales, I would get traffic. It's a really, really awesome way to get visibility. But for you as a brand, you can really look at what Like who are they, what kind of products are they putting in here and would I fit in? And you can go to other websites 
And you can just look up reviews. Go to CrateJoy.com. CrateJoy Marketplace is an incredible place to look at reviews of subscription boxes. So you can look at CrateJoy. Uh, Crate is it CrateJoy Marketplace? Let me plug that in really quickly. Hold on. CrateJoy Marketplace. Okay. Okay. So you go to, to CrateJoy. Actually, it's just CrateJoy.com. So go to CrateJoy.com and you can look at browse by category. So I'm going to plug in. I'm going to do this right with you people. I'm going to plug in. Is there no pet? Okay. I found pet. So you go to CrateJoy.com and just you would plug in like pet or something and you can just kind of get the different options that they have. And what you would do is you would go and I'm going to open up a box called um, Mystic Pup Box. This is very interesting. Holy crap. And like I said, there are a lot of there's a lot of new boxes that have been added since I sold my box. And it's very interesting to see the ones that are out there. Okay, I'm going to open up Mystic Box because I'm just curious what an earth Mystic Pop Box is. So each box is filled with natural dog treats, fun toys, plus self-care spiritual items for you. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there's something for everyone, you know? That's what I'll say here. There is something for everyone. <laughs> As long as you can market something, you know, um, there's something for you. It's weird though. The reviews are only in 2021. So I wonder if they're even still in business actually. Anyway, I'm totally going off tangent here. So my point here is that you go to createjoy.com, just plug in a category that you're possibly interested in, and then go look at reviews. People will tell you in reviews what they're looking for, what they hate, wish they, what they wish there's more of. So that's a really, really good place to start, to be honest with you. And then just look at the reviews there. You can also look up, just get creative with your niches and industry. So if you sell stickers for dogs, that could be an option. And again, I'm going to use RF Design Co. as an example again. So I know that, and I'm redoing her website for her right now. So I'm like knee deep into her business and so she's coming top of mind right now. So she sells also Taylor Swift stickers. So again, she might look at what are some fun subscription boxes for maybe for teens, maybe for women that might enjoy that kind of a sticker. So again, like you have to think outside the box. There's no, there's no list of like, here are all the subscription boxes in the pet space that you should reach out to. No, you just have to go fucking digging for it. Go find it. You know, it's easy to find if you just start looking, but the easiest place to start is marketplaces. So look, just Google subscription box marketplaces and then browse by categories, women's, men's, kids, pets, uh, household things, self-care. There's a million categories. And if you sell, let's say you sell a sticker that says something funny about self-care boom, you can literally reach out to now every single self-care subscription box and pitch five self-care sticker ideas. You could even say, hey, we'll create something exclusive just for you. People love that. So that's kind of how you go about finding subscription boxes to pitch to. And it's going through marketplaces like CrateJoy Marketplace or 
looking up my subscription addiction and looking up just what are people saying about it? What are the reviews and looking at the vibe of past boxes to see if yours would be a good fit. That's a great way to kind of get started on who to pitch to, who it's for, et cetera. Um, let's talk about mistakes that I see. So the biggest mistakes that, that I see coming from getting your product in the subscription box is how you're pitching the subscription box and how you are negotiating. So I'll talk about how I did it for my subscription box. So had a subscription box. Again, subscription box margins are are tight. They're always going to be possibly fairly tight. So be aware up front that your goal for this, and I already talked about this earlier, your goal for this isn't to make money today. Maybe a little bit of money, okay? If you sell a pack of stickers for $3 to this company to be in their box and it costs you 50 cents to make them, you know, we're not talking about labor and all that, but you know, in the end you might make a little bit of money, right? So that's great. But you want to think of this as a marketing expense. So if it, you might break even, you might pay a little bit, but this is a marketing expense and I I need you to think about it like that. So if you don't think about it as a marketing expense, then you're going to have a hard time being okay to be in boxes because I'm going to tell you the responses and what subscription boxes will say to you. For the most part, you might get a subscription box that that does not say this, but I'm going to guarantee you that if you reach out to 10 people, nine of the 10 people will probably do exactly what I'm going to say. So the biggest mistake that I see is that product brands don't view this as a marketing opportunity. They view it as a sales opportunity. That's it. Like it's, it, in their head, it's like a wholesale sales opportunity. And so when you either, when you're reaching out to a subscription box to say, Hey, we would love to be in your box. We're great. Put us in there. What do we do? What do we need to do? Um, (laughs) here's, here's where the misunderstanding happens. The subscription box, again, low margins, needs to give people like the average subscription box is giving their customers like five to six things in a box and charging minimal money. And the subscription box has to pay for shipping because most of the time the subscription boxes shipping is included. So you can see here, it's, it's, it's challenging to have a subscription box, which is why I generally tell people not to do it. But there's, again, there's many strategies on how to make money from a subscription box. There are many things that you can do. And there are things that I did to increase my profit like like crazy. So again, if you are thinking of starting a subscription box, I don't want to discourage you from doing it. A lot of them are very successful. And I see a lot of smart ones. And always it's like the funny, the funny subscription boxes are sometimes the ones that you would think, how are they making money? And they're the ones that do the best, you know? So anyway, so the subscription box has to get a bunch of products pretty much in every box. So they're going to be either asking, not sometimes they'll ask for free product. Okay. Not always. I know some boxes do, some boxes don't. I never did. I never expected anything for free, but some do. Some will want it for free. So just be aware that a lot of times, if one of your goals is to get in subscription boxes, a lot of boxes will want free product from you. And that's just how it is. And you have to like be willing to either 
agree with them or move on. But be aware that that is what they're going to say to you. You know, we would love to have you in. Send us a sample if we like it. Here's what we can pay. Or, you know, our negotiation or our contract or whatever it is, like here's our expectation. Maybe we'll pay for shipping. We product is for free. And we'll include you in maybe our monthly email or we'll include you as marketing in our inserts that go in the box that month or something as a way for you to get marketing. So they will try to leverage the marketing card. And you, on the other hand, are going to say, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make any money. It's going to cost me money. Is it worth it? I don't know. You have to, again, think of this as a marketing expense and that's it. Like if you're not willing to think of it as a marketing expense, don't waste your time doing this because it's going to be a waste of time for you. And you're going to possibly burn bridges with the subscription box. If the, if you if you ever then decided, you know what, it actually is a great marketing opportunity. I'm going to reach out again. They're going to be like, well, what the hell, Susan? You, you know, you didn't look good the first time. So I would say if you're not willing to be open on pricing, then don't bother doing this because it's just a waste of your time. They're going to either say that they want products at cost or really, really, really like distributor style pricing. So wholesale pricing for the most part is going to be you sell your sticker on your website for $5 each. Wholesale pricing to a store or marketplace, whatever, would be $2.50, right? Distributor pricing is heavier discounts for high volume. So when I bought, when I had my subscription box, I would, you know, once I started to get hundreds and hundreds of customers every month, plus I sold on Amazon, plus I sold on CrateJoy, plus I sold on this places, plus I had an e-commerce store and I sold one-time products. So once I was able to buy thousands of something, like thousands of one dog toy, Um, I would, for certain companies, I would get, I would qualify for distributor pricing, which basically is heavier discount. So we go beyond that 50% discount. And some of this might be confusing if you haven't done wholesale and I'm not a wholesale expert at all. I didn't do wholesale for my business, but I did buy products at wholesale. I was a buyer essentially. And, um, you know, I would always, the people who would offer me the distributor pricing or the people that I would get product from constantly because I needed that steep discount, you know? So anyway, so I would, yeah, so distributor pricing. So those are the companies I would buy a lot of stuff from, but then I would also want to feature small business products in there and things like that where people can't do distributor pricing. So Oftentimes what will happen is if you're, especially if you're reaching out to the big subscription boxes, they're going to be, they're not going to have time for these little games of, oh, well, I can't do your wholesale pricing or, or like here, I remember this one person when I was reaching out to people in the earlier stages of my business and they were a dog treat company. (laughs) I still remember this because I don't know. I just remember but I was reaching out to people, uh, I'm launching a box. Like, I'm looking for samples. I'm looking for people to put in the boxes. And I knew at that point, so I was brand new. I knew at that point, okay, I need to be getting at least 50% d- 
discount off their, you know, retail price or whatever. So again, if the bag of dog treats is $6, I need to be getting them for $3, which again is a big mistake. I needed to get them for way lower than that, but that's, I learned very quickly that I needed more than 50% discount. I will, I reached out to this company and, or maybe they reached out to me. I can't remember, but they were just like really kind of like oblivious from the, from the get go and just really not willing to meet me in the middle at all. So anyway, so can't remember who reached out to who first. They sent me samples. I thought they were cute. They were fun, blah, blah, blah. And when it came down to like negotiating on price, in my mind, 50% off of whatever their retail price is like, that's the minimum. I got, that's the minimum that I need. I actually need more than 50% off, but I'm willing to take it at 50%. And she was saying that their wholesale prices were, I forget how to word this, but essentially I would only be getting a 30% discount. So not even the 50% discount. She was trying to sell them to me at only a 30% discount. Like their wholesale price was, you know, only 30% off. And I was like, and she kept like pushing it with me and she kept saying like she wouldn't budge at all. And I just at the end was like, look, I think your product is great, but like I'm not doing it at that price point. I can't. I am have this box of shit that I'm giving to people and I'm charging 40 bucks a month. But I have to pay for shipping. I can't have your ex- – and her treats were like super expensive. You know what I mean? So in the end, it didn't work out. And I, I had to say no to her because she wasn't willing to meet me in the middle she wasn't viewing this as a marketing expense. She was viewing this as a normal wholesale thing where maybe you get your product in a store or something like that. But and the the unfortunate thing for someone like that is like they're not viewing this as a way to get visibility. They're not viewing this as a way, wow, I can get my stuff in front of all these people who are obsessed with their dog and care about their dog and want their dog to get the healthiest dog treats. She only saw it as a money-making opportunity, and that's why it didn't work out. And in my business, I learned really quickly that the people that I was going to have in the boxes were the people that were willing to like meet me where I'm at. So people that would be willing to give more than 50% discount. Understanding that, look, subscription boxes historically have lower margin. So you, if you want to be in the box, you have to kind of agree to, to what I'm asking you, you know? So I think that's the biggest mistake that I see people making are they're not willing to think of this as a marketing thing and a marketing expense. And they're not willing to go down on the price point. And so if you are trying to get in subscription boxes, you're not willing to reduce your wholesale price even more, then you're going to have a hard time getting in boxes. And I'm just going to say that. I know it sounds harsh and I know that there's always exceptions to the rule, but I will guarantee you nine out of 10 people will say that exact thing. They will want either at cost pricing, distributor pricing. They want steep fucking discounts. And if you can't give those to them, they're they're going to, they're going to roll right past you the next person. So in conclusion to mistakes that people are making with subscription boxes and pitching and getting their stuff into the boxes, I think the first one is not willing to, not willing to see this and view this as a marketing opportunity. Two, not doing a good job of making this a marketing opportunity for you by making your packaging and your insert that goes with the product really get someone to want to come back and buy from you. Um, And then the next mistake is not willing to 
go down on the price point. And that's just, it's a subscription box thing. Like margins are tight. You have to be willing to be flexible with pricing. And you, you know, if say you're a sticker, I'm going to keep using the sticker company. So let's say you're selling a pack of three stickers and on your website, you sell this for six. They might look at that and say, okay, well you sell them for six. So technically your wholesale price is three. We're willing to pay a dollar for your pack of stickers. And you might come back and say, well, my at cost price is $1.20. So would you be willing to do $1.20? And they're going to come back and say, no, we're only going <laughs> to, we're only willing to pay a dollar. I mean, if that, to be honest with you, if that, a dollar will pay a dollar for your three stickers. And you also have to pay for shipping, you know, or maybe they'll, they'll negotiate, they'll agree to pay for shipping or something. I don't know. Like you have to negotiate at that point. And I always say, look, it's good to be aggressive on your end, but this isn't the place to be aggressive. This is the place to negotiate. Okay. So here's the little tidbit I'm going to give you. Okay. This is what's going to separate you from all the other idiots who are pitching to be in subscription boxes and doing a horrible job. And I love you so much. And you know, I'm, I don't think anyone is an idiot. Um, but again, because I had a subscription box, I would get so many people with like horrible pitches. And again, if you're going to pitch yourself for something, just do a good job. Don't send a bad pitch. And this goes with pitching. Uh, my friend, Allison Carter, she is a PR and pitching ninja. If you want any pitching advice, it's not going to be on subscription boxes, but she had a subscription box as well. And she has great content out in the world. And she has her membership, the basic pitch club, and you can learn from her how to pitch and pitching in general is all going to stem back to who is this message for? And like, how do I get them to think that I'm a good fit for them? You know, so always customize your pitch for who it's for. So a mistake is not customizing your email to that subscription box. So again, not understanding who their customers are and not being specific with possible ideas. So if you're a dog toy company, give them a couple ideas for toys that could go in their boxes. If you're a sticker company, give them a couple ideas or say, we'll create a custom sticker for you. Here are five ideas. Here are 10 ideas that we have that we think your audience would freaking love. In fact, here are five ideas that we have for your box. We'll we'll create a custom sticker exclusively for your box that no one else has, that it doesn't exist. And here are five ideas based on reviews that we found on this website for you. Like they'll fucking love you because you've done so much research and you've made it so much about them. And that is what makes you stand out. So that's my tidbit for you. But here's my next tidbit for you. And this is like, this is the one that will this is where a negotiation comes in. You have to be willing to negotiate. So you're going back and forth, you're a sticker company, you're going to give them a pack of three stickers. They basically don't want to pay anything for it. They, you know, they want to pay a dollar or less. Actually, they only want to pay 50 cents for your pack of three stickers. Here's where you can negotiate a little bit or at least try to negotiate. And I think this is worth a try because this is what I would do on the flip side, as a subscription box owner, as a way to get better pricing on things, I would promise people that I would market their product for them as a visibility tactic and a visibility strategy. And that's 
how I did it earlier in the business when I, you know, didn't have enough customers, I didn't have enough brand awareness to really get people to want to give me this crazy pricing. So I would offer to market them as part of the, as part of like the agreement. So I would offer to like focus on their product on in the inserts that I would give out each month. I would send out an email, like including and pushing their information. I would post about them on social media like one or two times that month. So I would basically say, look, I can't pay for this product. This is what I can pay. If it's a dog toy that costs $10, I'm like, I can pay like a dollar, but I'll market your brand for you. I'm a good marketer. You can see here that our brand is great. I'll market your business for you if you give me free shipping and product for $1. <laughs> it makes me laugh so much because literally my personality is I'm I I I'm very passionate and like what I like, I like and what I hate, I really hate, but I'm not an aggressive person. And I feel like I was so aggressive with this business and it makes me so happy because that's how I needed to be with that business. I needed to be so scrappy and just figure out things and and be figure outable as the Marie Forleo book is figure outable, which is a great book, by the way. I loved it. I read it about four years ago. And that that was, a, I figured out that was the way that it, that it could work for me to get people to give me lower pricing and I would market for them. Basically, that's what you can do. You can negotiate with a company and say, look, my at, we sell three, we make the pack of three stickers, our at cost and just tell them what your ad cost is. And you could always buffer it a little bit. Like if your ad cost for three stickers is 50 cents, you could always say, look, our ad cost is 75 cents. So you can buffer a little bit, okay? And then you can say, but we're willing to give you the stickers at cost or slightly under at cost, 50 cents, if you're willing to market us and be specific, okay? Don't just say you're willing to market us, be specific. If you can send out an email to your email list and talk about our products and talk about the selling points and give in, you know, we'll get, we'll create a coupon code for you. And that's where you can also negotiate affiliate programs. If you have an affiliate program, you could say we have an affiliate program and, you know, we're happy to have you join as an affiliate. We'll give you, you know, Whatever your commission structure is, you can give them maybe a little bit more. So like do what you can to negotiate, but get more fucking marketing out of it. Who cares? Like in the end, if you lose a little bit of money on your sticker that goes in a box that gets in front of hundreds of people, you might, it might cost you $500, but guess what? You now have gotten your stuff in front of all these new customers, and now you're going to get the brand to market your business for you, which is probably going to get you way more sales. And if you have an affiliate program, that company can now join you as an affiliate, and then you can probably negotiate to get in the box again. So you have to be really creative and pretty strategic about getting into a subscription box, but understand understand the why and like why you should be doing it. I think that's a really important thing. So those are my two little secret tidbits for you is the the marketing piece, like leverage leverage marketing. And then if you're a product brand that can make something exclusive for that subscription box, give them ideas in your pitch email. Here are five ideas that would be great for your for your subscription box. Okay. And then lastly, easy ways to pitch. So the easiest 
thing to do or the best thing to do is be specific. So when it comes down to pitching yourself to be in a subscription box, you know, there's a few things that you can do to make it a little bit seamless for you. One, follow them on Instagram. So follow them on Instagram. It doesn't mean that the person who's doing their social media is going to be the same person who's checking email, but sometimes it is the same person. You never know. Follow them on social media. Start commenting on their posts. Start commenting on their stories, which then goes right into the DMs. Okay. That's a really strategic thing to do and not in a sleazy way, but in a way that feels authentic. Because if you want to go in a subscription box, you probably should like the subscription box as well. So get familiar with the box, the company, the brand, et cetera. Follow them on social media, start commenting on some posts, start commenting on their stories, which then gets you in their their DMs, which is a good place to be. And then what you want to kind of do is you want to reach out to them via email, make it short and sweet and snappy. So once do not send 300 sentences about your brand. No one cares. Again, when you're pitching yourself for anything, it's not about you. It's about their customers and why your product will be a good fit for their customers. They don't give a fuck about your story or anything. And I don't mean that in a rude way, but these are people who they have three seconds to skim through an email and figure out in one second, am I going to delete this or am I going to take action on this? And if they're not sure, it's a delete. So when you're pitching yourself to be in a subscription box, make it short and sweet, use bullets, don't use blocks of text and make it about the subscription box and their audience, not about you. So really quickly, one sentence, who you are and what you sell. My name is Susan and I make stickers for women who love self-care or like I make stickers that I make, you know, I take photos of people's favorite pets and turn them into stickers so they can slap those stickers on water bottles and just make them happy every day looking at their cute water bottle with their dog. Okay. Um, Second sentence, I'm interested in, I would love to be in your subscription box. I would love to have our products be in your subscription box. Maybe one sentence of the why, you know, I think I know that your audience would love my stickers. I know your audience would really love this one product. And so again, if you're a sticker company and let's say it's a plant, let's change, let's switch it up from pet. You're a plant sticker company. Um, you say, you know, our plant stickers, we have, you know, five-star reviews and people love us. We've been featured in this place. But most importantly, we know that your audience would totally love our stickers because, and then just give one reason, whatever the reason is. Um, in particular, we would love to create a custom sticker for your subscription box exclusively for you and no one else. Here are five ideas that I came up with just for your subscription box. And in fact, I actually got these ideas from your reviews from your Creatory Marketplace listing from your customers who asked for these stickers or something. And again, you might not have that exact thing in there, but if you don't have data from people's reviews, give them specific ideas. Here are five stickers that we know your audience would freaking love and be obsessed with. One, two, three, four, five. Um, we'd be happy to send you a sample. Uh, you can take a look through our catalog and choose something and we'll be happy to send that over to you. Just please let us know your 
mailing address. And again, we would love to partner with you and be in the subscription boxes. We have an affiliate program and we're, um, you know, well, you don't have to say the affiliate program, but yeah, forget the affiliate program. Just say, we would love to partner with you. We would love to be in one of your subscription boxes. Um, here's my contact information. Here's where you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and our website. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Name, blah, blah, blah. So you're getting your point across. You're pitching your products. You're being specific. You're talking about why it's a good fit for them. You're giving a sentence about credibility or who your brand is or who it's for. What are your maybe selling points? You're giving contact information and you're giving places where they can, you know, you're giving an action step. Please, if we, you know, we would love to send you a sample, please look through our catalog or website, sorry, (laughs) give them the website link and just say, choose, you know, a couple stickers that you love and we, we would be happy to send those to you. Or you could say, Hey, I know that let's say the founder of the company, she's very active on Instagram and she talks about her golden doodle 24 hours a day. You could literally, and here's a really awesome way to make yourself stand out. Like you actually did research and people love this. As someone who has a podcast, trust me, the people who spend the time to like pick out a couple of little things, I notice those. And those are the people that I'm like, oh yeah, I would love to have you on the podcast. Otherwise I delete the email. I'm really harsh with pitching because I get so many pitches that aren't relevant. So make it so they know, they notice that you took the time. You could say, hey, I I noticed on your Instagram, you talk about hot sauce all the time. Um, I would love to send you a hot sauce sticker or something. You know, again, I'm just giving an example here, but take the fucking time to stand, make them know that you did your research to stand out. I would love to send you a hot sauce sticker. Um, if you want to give me your email, uh, mailing address, I would be happy to send over a hot sauce sticker and a couple of our other bestsellers. So you can get an idea of our vibe and packaging, like look forward to hearing from you. Um, please let us know if we could uh, collaborate or partner up on getting in one of your future subscription boxes, like keep it super short and sweet. I used to get emails that would get sent to me and it would just be like blogs of their story. And, you know, like, wow, that's really great. You know, I love hearing people's story, but like, I have three seconds to figure out, should I delete this email or not? And blogs of text are not going to make me want to read the email. I'll just delete it. You know, again, I know it sounds harsh, but that's the reality. And I don't want you to send, take the time to send all these pitches to people. And then they just delete them because you, you sent so much information that isn't relevant in the end. It's about them and their audience. That's it. It's not about you when it comes to your product and talking about your product. Again, one sentence of your selling points. We donate 10% of sales to pet rescues and our dog treats are hundred percent organic and grain free and customers are absolutely obsessed with them. Do not attach images. Do not attach any files. Always use hyperlinks for everything. And that is it. That is how you get in subscription boxes. And that's it. (laughs) Uh, This is a long episode and I really tried to go as deep as I humanly could to really give you the, the, the basic, not basics, but actually, yeah, the basics and deep dive into how to get into subscription boxes. Because I think for so many of you, this is such an awesome way for visibility and you haven't maybe even thought of this yet. So think of it 
let me know if you have any questions on this and I hope you enjoyed this episode. And again, if you want me to answer your question on the podcast, go to my Instagram um, page and go to my link in bio and then add a question at the bottom of the form. There's a place where, I'm sorry, the bottom of the uh, page, you can basically submit to ask a question and I will hopefully turn that into a podcast episode. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And definitely if you start to think, wow, I can get my stuff in uh, subscription boxes. How cool is that? Let me know if, if it works for you. Let me know like how it's going. It's such a good opportunity. And I really hope you take advantage of it. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much and I'll see you guys next week.